Welcome back to another Three C's podcast by Ratu Creative, where we talk about creativity, community, and clients. Today, Mark is joining me, like always. What's up, Mark? Hey, how's it going? And we're going to talk about our friends at DCEC, the acronym DCEC here in Anderson, South Carolina. DCEC stands for the Developmental Center for Exceptional Children. We just really like them a lot, don't we? Yeah, and for me, uh, you know, when we first started working together, DCEC was one of the first projects I headed up and got to work on. So they have a nostalgic place in my heart as well. Me too, and we really like our friend Laura Capel, who is the Director of Marketing and also heads up development over there. And so we've really built a really good relationship with them. And uh, a few of the things I love about this project is it, beca- it allows us to go in and showcase who they are. We are typically asked by DCEC as a nonprofit to come in and tell a story for one of their fundraising events. This is very typical of our nonprofits. They want a showcase video to show um, during a lunch or breakfast event or sometimes a dinner event where they could have a program that leads to a story that ultimately leads to them asking for donations to support their initiatives, to offset their regular uh, subsidized incomes. And so anyway, this is kind of down in our wheelhouse, wouldn't you say? I mean, we've kind of gotten used to these are the types of videos that we produce for nonprofits. Absolutely. It's usually centered around fundraising and in DCEC's case, it actually had a touch of awareness campaigning in there as well because uh, a lot of people didn't even know that Anderson had a center like this. So, And which is really cool because we like these projects because they have such a personal touch. And typically nonprofits that we work with, we try to align our DNA, specifically the storytelling DNA. And we like to tell deep stories inside of organizations and they have a rich, rich story centered around children with differing abilities and special needs. Um, We see children, when you walk in the door, it's just full of love. Yeah, so, you know, I mentioned a project earlier that I did with DCEC years ago, um, and it was a kind of an overview video that kind of unpacked what DCEC was. But the project we're going to talk about today is a little bit different, uh, and I wasn't really involved much with it. You pretty much did the whole thing. Obviously, we already had a relationship with DCEC, but I'll go ahead and ask this anyway. What were the origins of this project, and how were you approached for it? Well, Laura reached out to me as we kind of chatted about earlier is that, you know, they needed a video for their event in 2019 for the Moms and Mimosas. This was pre-COVID days where people were gathering in places, and they wanted to showcase um, families specifically parents that have children uh, there at the facility that are taking advantage and I wouldn't say taking advantage or taking opportunity with the services they provide and uh, and so we felt like from a narrative standpoint the best way to engage their audiences which would be for fundraising and then the individuals that would be in the room that potentially would give are moms because this is a quote-unquote moms and mimosas, and they want moms to give to support their initiative. And so what better way is to feature parents with children there that they could identify with, one of which was a mother. And so 
the goal here was to let to ask them questions and talk to them and let them share about their experience with DCEC, let them share it in their own words, let them talk about their children and their barriers and their opportunities, and then ask them a little bit about why it's important to give from their perspective. And we found so much stuff, so many, so much good stuff that it was hard to drill it down to two and a half minutes, you know? All right. So this video was really a centerpiece or at least a crucial piece of an event. It, it was a piece of a puzzle of a fundraising event called Moms and Mimosas, right? That's correct. Okay. That's interesting. And I'm glad you mentioned a while ago that it was centered around families because the project I did for DCEC was about DCEC in general. It was very high-level view, musically driven, produced piece, whereas yours really put uh, a spotlight on the relationship between DCEC staff and the kids themselves and the relationship between the, the family and the staff. So can you talk about a little bit about how you went about um, shining a light on that very, very personal aspect of the services that DCEC provides? Well, as anybody knows, third-party testimony is always the best. Um, what better way to talk about an organization than through the people that either benefit or support it? as opposed to a lot, uh, letting DCEC tell their own story through their voice. Mm -hmm. And so what we did is we identified two families, two parents, that had children that had different, um, differing abilities. You know, one, uh, one of the families had a child there, a boy, who has um, a lot of different uh, challenges, one of which was autism. Let me interject really quick. So differing abilities is an actual term. Right? That is correct. Okay. Um, for many years, we used disability. Mm -hmm. And so uh, there has been a new push to change our terminology and our language. You know, uh, I, I watched the video before the, we did this recording just to kind of uh, so it would be fresh in my brain. And one thing I noticed, uh, and I, I know we're not going to get too technical on this episode, but I, I did want to at least mention that you shot really wide the whole time. And it gave the video a micro documentary kind of feel. And just from a viewer's perspective, one of the things I noticed was because you were wide, you were able to not miss um, a single moment. And what I mean by that is the, the little things that I think a lot of people uh, don't realize is that like there was a moment where Ruth was like struggling to get up in the chair and uh, uh, when her mom was walking through the hall, like you, since you were wide, you could just, you could see everything that was going on at all times. And I was just, and I'm just curious as to whether or not you did that intentionally uh, to, in order to capture kind of an organic feel for the video, or did you do it for some other purpose, like a logistical reason? Well, I think that's a good question because I think there's, there were multiple reasons for that approach. First, um, I used a very scaled down production and what I mean by that is that the production quality was high, but the equipment was small, uh, especially for the B-roll footage, the, the cover footage. Um, for the interviews, I shot a two-camera approach where I could cut back and forth the main interview to show the whole person. And then the side camera was to be tight on the face so we could see emotion in the eyes. And I was able to cut back and forth on times when I felt like emotion was high and we wanted to see the face versus showing them as a real person as opposed to a headshot. 
But with the B-roll, I shot with a very small camera called the DJI Osmo. And the reason why I chose that camera was a few reasons. One, it's a very small gimbal camera, a gimbal built on top of a handle. And it shoots a 4K image, but it's really wide. And one of the reasons, a couple of reasons why I chose that is first, children typically focus on equipment. And if the equipment is big, like it's a big camera, they focus in so much that they want to touch it and play with it. They want to interact with it. And I wanted to choose something small so that they would almost ignore it. It was, it was so small, it was just in my hand, and it stuck out of the top of my hand. And it captured such a great wide shot. <clears throat> I could get a lot closer to them without invading their personal space. And the kids wouldn't react to it. It would just seem like I was walking up to them and saying hello. And I was able to slide the camera in places to get shots that I wanted without it distracting from the experience. And I've learned that with children is that bringing big cameras and big lights, it just it takes away from that experience. You have to immerse yourself. And so that camera does a good job, number one. It's a fluid, smooth movement when you walk. It has a nice, wide, warm perspective. I consider a warm, wide shot as a warm perspective. Mm -hmm. And it allows us to capture everything around. And I think there are some powerful moments there. Well, that's really interesting because, you know, I, I attributed it the, the fact that you were able to capture these moments to using a wide lens. But it actually might have just been because you had the Osmo and the kids didn't notice you there. And so they were more candid and you were able to capture those moments. So that's really cool. It's really cool. Um, so I also noticed that in this video, there's not an ask. There's not um, a call to action. It simply profiles uh, the the care that's given at DCEC and a little bit about the relationships, and then it's over. And I'm just, you know, obviously they, they had some sort of a call to action at the Moms and Mimosas events, but uh, I also know a little bit about the event itself and that, you know, dads are involved too. Right. But but and we feature a dad in here too. Right. And but all but bringing the moms together here and letting them see other families and really and when I say just see other families, I mean see the families and see the 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 stuff they're going through. Uh, is there a reason y'all decided not to include a call to action in the video? Did you want the video to focus solely on? just showing these moms what other moms are doing? Well, the video has needed an evergreen approach. Mm -hmm. At the event, they could follow up with a call to action. Mm -hmm. And that call to action could be for that event. Mm -hmm. You know, and if they used it for a different in-person meeting with another family mm -hmm. that is considering DCEC for placement, mm -hmm. to consider putting their child in that uh, in that wonderful environment, then it can be used and the call to action can be in person. And this video served multiple terms here where you can put it in an event for fundraising where you create connection and opportunity and the call to action can be adjusted in person. Whereas you can put it on the website and people can watch it and get a sense of this is what's really happening inside. It's a virtual tour uh, described by the parents. And so that purpose allowed the evergreen approach allowed them to di diversify 
the opportunity of distribution for that video in many use cases, especially when it's with a nonprofit that does not have the tremendous resources to create lots of video uh, content. They needed this to be as evergreen as possible for many use cases to leverage it as long as possible until they had the financial ability to do it again or if someone decided like us to donate again. And where a lot of medium to large nonprofits have the finances to do it on a regular basis. So Evergreen was very important for this use case. That's, that's, uh, that's really cool because, you know, I figured by omitting the call to action, it was able to separate it from the video at the event. And, you know, people were able to just see what you were trying to showcase. But I didn't think about it also giving the video more of a shelf life and more of a use case for them. Uh, it wasn't limited to just moms and mimosas. They can use that for anything. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Cool. Well, that's all I had. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to share about the project? Look, I'm just going to tell you, you know, we got a letter from from Laura about this project. And to me, it was a really fascinating letter. And um, and one of the things she kind of mapped out in this one um, is that how it really generated a lot of fundraising equity and it also generated a lot of social media traction. And so this, from that event, I think they raised, uh, I want to say close to, let's see, they had 300 women in attendance, if you read the case study, and they their event raised 34% more than the previous year, which is a huge, huge increase. Now, should we attribute it just to the video? No, you don't do that. But because of that video, they were able to, as a part of that whole event, their their fundraising for that event rate was raised by 34% from the previous year. And because of that, they had a 52% increase in click-through activity because of this video. And so that's a lot of opportunity there. And one other thing that the total dollars awarded from funders where the video was submitted as a part of the proposal or applications for grants was $34,800 as of July 2020. They have been able to use that video for grants and grant applications to continue the fundraising initiatives necessary to keep DCEC into operation. And so to me, it served a financial goal it served a social media goal, it served an awareness mechanism, and it also contextualized a story inside of DCEC. So super excited about this project. It, 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 speaks, it speaks so much to their organization, and I'm, I'm very thankful that we were able to be a part of that opportunity. Yeah, well, it's, it's a great video. Like I said earlier, it has a nice organic feel to it. It's, it's a joy to watch, and uh, I'm just thrilled that DCEC has been able to get a lot of mileage out of it. Very cool. Well, it's been great hanging out and chatting, Mark. You know, uh, we should wrap this up. And yeah, I kind of like the interview seat. I might start just running this thing. Offload some stuff on from me, man. Sounds good. Sounds, Sounds good. good. Well, this is another Three C's podcast from We're Too Creative on the Touchpoint Media Network. Really excited about our partnership with Touchpoint Media. Appreciate their opportunity and their, their platform and their network that provides 
uh, the reach and the opportunity for people to listen to this podcast. Thanks so much and have a great week. See you next time. Three C's is a podcast brought to you by Ratu Creative, a content creation and storytelling agency located right here in the heart of downtown Anderson. Serving a variety of clients in healthcare, philanthropy, higher education, technology, nonprofit, and many other medium to small businesses all across the United States. To learn more, go to RetuCreative.com. That is R-E-T-T-E-W creative.com.